Oh, shit. Welcome into How Seymour Season, a fantasy football podcast. It's all of us today. I'm not even going through. Uh, yes, I will. Joe, JJ, Ryan, and me. Uh, we're going to be discussing week one and some you know big things that happened, some things that shocked and surprised us, and uh, whatever else we feel like talking about. So, and some breaking news just coming across our screens now. Breaking news. Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Do, do we know how many games he's missing? They said a few weeks. They just said a few weeks. Yeah. He has a high ankle sprain. So I know Michael Thomas is one heck of an athlete, but so is it Saquon Barkley and Elvin Kamara. And they had this injury last year and it completely derailed both of their seasons, really. So, do we think it's going to be the same with Michael Thomas? Is it different because he's a wide receiver? Better well, or worse? What are we thinking? Well, he's not going to have 1,500 yards this season, that's for sure. That's for sure. I mean, it's really making the case for, you know, Devontae Adams or Julio Jones to be that number one wide receiver this year. Hmm. Mm, I don't know about Julio. <laughs> Devontae, maybe. You know, if Devontae does win, the, win that, it's only because of touchdowns. Well, I was – Given the argument with Devontae, max volume of targets, and that showed this week, Ron. Right, but I just – I don't know if that continues. You saw Aaron Rodgers start to spread it around a little bit more this week to Aaron Lazard and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, but we'll see what happens. Even with him spreading around, he came away with that volume. No, I know. Well, you also have to think about this, though. Think about uh, Julio, Kelvin Ridley – and Russell Gage, who is was a sneaky waiver wire pickup, um, they all had the exact same amount of targets or completions, one of the two, in this game. Yeah, that was incredible. There was three wide receivers that all had the same volume, which was crazy. And, you know, even as productive as that offense was, <laughs> you know, even more incredible is Russell Wilson put up four touchdowns and torched them. We talked about this. They have to let Russell Wilson cook. Like – let him throw that ball. We talked about this on an earlier pro- podcast. I said they, they did to do this. And what happened? Four touchdowns? Like, come on. Come on. You know what, you know what I was happy about was uh, he still did that, and I have Chris Carson. He still came away with two touchdowns. So, I mean, he was still productive even with not a lot of rushing yards. Yeah, let's, let's jump into that because without those two touchdowns, he really didn't have much of a day. No, he didn't. So, how do we, how do we all feel about Chris Carson, J.J.? Um, I'm not losing too much sleep over it. Um, I think I'll still be the workhorse back for him. It's kind of, you know, in the dome in Atlanta, just kind of destined to be a shootout. Um, they're playing the Patriots Sunday night next week. So I think they'll try and establish a run on them. And I'm sure the Patriots will do the same, but I'm not panicking just yet on Chris Carson. He was obviously still involved with the offense heavily. Um, it's nice to see him catching the ball. And uh, Hyde did get a touchdown, but it was kind of in garbage time. So, right. Hey, I'm JJ, do you think they'll try to give uh, Carson the ball on the goal line? <laughs> I do. I do think they'll give Carson the ball on the goal line. All right. Uh, what other surprise? Well, the biggest surprise, I think, for everybody would be Jacksonville coming away with a win. Oh, man. Against the Panthers or the Colts. Yeah. Like, that is. That is crazy, right? What's the name of their quarterback, Ron? Gardner Minshew? That's right. Minshew Mania is back. Dude, you know what? Like, regardless of what happens to Minshew, 
dude is going to be in the spotlight somehow. He's going to be in the NFL for a long time. Every time he comes on the screen, I just get a smile on my face. (laughs) Just because of the persona around him. Like the Minshew mania. Everyone talking about his mustache. You know, how he's the cure for – like, it's just one of those things, like, regardless of how he does as a football player, you I root for him. Like, yeah. because and he, yeah, he's, he's kind of a uh, local hero here. He uh, grew up about 15 minutes from where I live. So that's incredible. Oh, wow. Talk about him around here. That's awesome. Um, yeah. You're saying um, he could run for mayor there and he'd win in a landslide. I'm sure he would win here. And uh, my, my biggest, one of my biggest takeaways is, you know, he had a good game without really utilizing DJ Chark all that much. Yeah. I think so, Chark had like three targets and Chenault had four targets. It was kind of a weird game, but he was yeah. efficient enough to get the dub. And against a decent defense too, really. It was a strange game from the Colts because I expected them to come out and I, I, don't, I didn't think they would hammer the Jacksonville Jaguars. I thought they would win solidly, but weird game. So do you think uh, maybe it's kind of a learning curve right now, new quarterback? Short, short I think so. I'm not panicking on Indy yet. I think it's a combination of things. Like, I think Jacksonville probably heard the noise. Like, everyone's saying they dumped their team, they're tanking, you know, they're trash, home opener. They actually had fans, right? One of two teams that had fans. Yeah. So, um, did the Washington football sprinkles hear that noise then, too? Hey, that some people were smart right. enough to call that game. I don't know who, but. <laughs> It's all right. I was but, smart enough to call the Cardinals game when I was told by Ron it was the worst pick of the entire week. No, 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 week. no, no, no. I don't think I said it was the worst pick. Oh, you insinuated it, and then I, I went said, on a rant. I no, I just said that I don't see how that was any worse. Like in like in hindsight. No, no, don't don't miss your words. Tell us exactly in, what you in, said. In hindsight, I was wrong. I'm I'm man enough to admit this. And I was wrong about Julio Jones. Okay. There we go. All right. Wash your hands of all of it. No, I'm that was adorable. That's good. If only they could hug. Like. All right, one more thing about the Colts. Uh, other big injury news: Marlon Mack torn AC or uh, torn Achilles. Achilles. Yep. Out oh, for the year. He's dunsies. Like, and this is a contract year for him. Yeah, sad story. They have Jonathan Taylor. They are. Do you think they bring him back next year? No. No, I don't. No. I think yeah, he'll end up on another roster in a one-two system. Probably but the Jets. Probably, you know, that's – for some reason, I kind of feel like they'll keep Adam Gase and the cancer around because yeah. I'm just looking down the tunnel of forever nightmares at this point, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, it's not It's not good. No, it's uh, – There's only one team in New York that has any type of chance this year, I believe. <laughs> Your team lost, too. I'm talking about Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't talking about the Giants. We won't even go into that. We won't talk about the Jersey teams. Yeah, no. Forget them. Um, let's see. What else? What else has anyone got? Oh, let's uh let's talk about since we were at the Cardinals, let's talk about Mr. DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, almost 150 yards. Like everybody in like forty percent of the targets went his way. We we were strong on him and we were right. Like the off everyone in the off season was like, yeah, he could be good, but like new offense, new system, new. He went pretty cheap in our auction league too, didn't he? Um, I think so. Forty-four. Oh wait, no, that's in my other league. Hold on. <laughs> Come on, man! Don't be throwing wrong auction numbers. league. Wrong one. Just throwing numbers out there. Let's see. Don't worry. Take your time. Fifty dollars. Recording. Fifty bucks. 
Fifty dollars. That's pretty rich. Yeah, that's not. Not for the numbers you put up. Yeah, for the numbers, like that was a steal. <laughs> I mean, if you guys had a read, then yeah. I mean, for like the pre-drafts, you know, people so, were kind of, didn't know about them, but so fifty bucks was. I'm I'm pretty sure Joe has heard of this, uh, but I don't know if uh, JJ and Ryan have. We listen to the Fantasy Footballers podcast, and they host this thing called the Megala Bowl. Yep. And I took part of that. This is my first year doing it. Uh, I have Kyler Murray as my quarterback. My two wide receivers are Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> and I have Alvin Kamara as one of my running backs. It's a good week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, Maybe you will get that shout out. <laughs> I won by over 70 points. Wow. Yeah. And the other person had Lamar Jackson. So, whew. so I went two and five this year on the week. I think I, uh, we owe JJ an apology about picking the Lions over the Bears last week, too. I will say the Bears' fourth quarter game was good. There was I, I was pretty against- confident the Lions were rolling away with that the first three quarters, and I <laughs> saw the final score, and I'm like, what happened? And uh, should we put out a suicide watch for DeAndre Swift? I think so. Because for a rookie running back to come in, be wide open – to catch the touchdown pass to win that game and to not catch it. You know, Ron, what happened was he listened to how Seymour sees it and he heard my guarantee that the Bears win and he knew he couldn't catch the ball. He's like, oh, no. He dropped it. JJ said I couldn't do this. Exactly. <laughs> JJ paid him off. <laughs> JJ paid him off. <laughs> sure did. No. no, I'm going to be honest. As a Bears fan, you know, halftime I was – looking at Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields highlights, thinking about just like me who are taking the draft. <laughs> and then in the fourth quarter, I, I should have never doubted MVP uh, Mitch. Well, he comes in, drops three <laughs> fuck three effing touchdowns, touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Careful now, and, I'm not gonna uh, it. <laughs> I, I heard you slip something on the intro round. So now people are gonna go back and look for it. Uh, I was gonna let yeah. it slide. We gotta maybe we need some profanity in this podcast. Maybe. Shit. It's <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Joe saw his window of opportunity and took it. <laughs> Joe was just, two things you have to go back and find. <laughs> Joe was just breaking bad in this podcast, going on rants, and now he's swearing. What's yeah. Oh. Nice right, Joe's gone. There's the a Jets really bring it out of him. Explicit content, but it might not show up on the thing. But oh well. Um. Another surprise game. How about the DC Sprinkles? Where did that come from? Are we uh are we chalking this up to the Eagles team just being devastated by all the injuries? Or are we really gonna say that the DC Sprinkles like might be halfway decent? Man, their front seven's vicious. I don't know. Their front seven is vicious. They definitely have drafted right there. I mean, as for the rest of the roster, I don't know, but they're doing well, something there. The Eagles, um, they didn't score in the second half at all, did they? Uh, I thought they I went into halftime seven. No, they didn't. Like no, they were down by – no, the D.C. Sprinkles were down by quite a bit, and they didn't score. It was 23 yeah. unanswered points, if I remember right. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I don't think they scored. And what's more impressive about that is that Dallas Goddard put up one awesome stat line in the first and half. And you told me he was going to be – in insignificant when I was butchering his name and I was saying he might be good. I Look said Dallas Goddard would be insignificant. You did. What did you that. say, Joe Godert? Godert. Godert. 
No, hey, you know what? He's going to go dirt again, let me tell you. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do with Zach Ertz. He's unhappy with his contract. Oh, uh, they're going to trade All him right, to... they got the go dirt. Wait, wait, Segway time. They're going to trade uh, Zach Ertz to the Cowboys because the Cowboys said, and Blake Jarwin went down, tore an ACL, and is out for the year. That's all right. We're going to trade our second tight end to him for, like, a seventh-round pick because we're going to start ripping this apart. <laughs> It's already apart, Joe. <laughs> There's what are you talking about? Not even duct tape is going to put your team together right now. All right. Acceptable. <laughs> Acceptable. I'm in the same boat. It's fine. This is why I know um, <laughs> something in the air in Jersey. Um, yeah, lack of cash going around on these teams. So rosters. Cowboys and Rams. Uh, CD Lamb. Had yeah. a good day. Rams running a lot of those tight packages you were talking about. They just continue what they were doing last year. And yeah, they, they really good did. They, they came positions. out in the 12 personnel, and they stuck to it quite a bit. They were running a true committee, too. They were using all three of their running backs. So I think Malcolm Brown is probably the one you're going to want to at least flex, mm-hmm. uh, at least for the next couple weeks. I do believe yeah. Ben Akers eventually takes the job, but I think right now it's Malcolm Brown. I started Akers. Luckily, I didn't need him because a lot of my other players did so well. Right. Um, no, the CD Lamb's going to be good. Yeah, he definitely did really well. The one, my, again, and I think I said this earlier in the offseason, I don't like wide receiving cores like that. No, it's a deep one. Y- you never know whose week it's going to Next week, CD Lamb could be non-existent. Could be Amari Cooper's week. Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup. Like, there might always be two. They have decent fantasy weeks, but they're playing Atlanta next week. Everybody could have a little something, something next oh, week. That's true. <laughs> and although their tight end did go down for the season now, so they could be very wide receiver dependent. Right. Blake uh, Jarwin. And you know, they're, uh, they're a good linebacker, Leighton Vanderesh. He's down. I don't remember if his is for the season or not. I know he's doing collarbone surgery. Collarbone. They said about six to eight weeks for six that. Six to eight weeks. So, they won't have him, and he's probably one of their best defensive players. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a pretty decent defensive line, though. When's Randy Gregory coming back? Is he? No Randy Gregory, but Alden Smith was back, and he looked pretty damn good Alden for his Smith, yeah. first game yeah. back in forever. Uh, yeah, years. their defensive line definitely looked stout, uh, definitely looked like their corners and safeties. They, I wouldn't say they were horrible, but they really – They you know, were what we are expecting this year, which is going to be – Average at best. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're definitely a team that can be passed on, but not one of those teams where it's like, oh, you know, start everybody on the offense because. I'll tell you what, though, the Rams look better than eight and eight this year. They looked good. Yeah. Can we start talking about who picked these teams to win these games. If you want to throw it off, you picked them or not, you can. Well, well, Ryan tallied like the scores, correct? I like how he brings that up with the team that he – one of the teams he picked correctly. Uh, uh, I was just asking a question. All man. right, let's just throw this out there so J.J. doesn't have a heart attack. He won week one with our pick things. We got to go through the totals, though. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to go through the totals because I'm at the yeah. bottom. Ryan, got, throw out the totals. We got J.J. at 99 points out of, I believe, it, what was possible, 168 or this is, 100? This is your thing. 136. Totally 136. 136. So JJ, with your numbers. J.J. with 99 out of 136. Me with 89. Joe with 89. Ron with 57. 
which I don't even think that's like a D minus. If you did that as a percentage, like, I that's as that's bad not. as a dumpster fire as the Jets are. Um, I'm sorry, what week are we in? <laughs> sorry, oh, you yeah. got some ground to make up there, oh, buddy. Yeah, week two. We have of time. I will be picking the Kansas City Chiefs next week. <laughs> you sure? I uh, don't know who they play. You sure you want to do that? You got to make up some uh, ground. But I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I know fantasy football, not, you know, wins and losses and such. You did good in your fantasy, uh, the fantasy football league. I thing, did. But not so much your picks. I, I somehow, I, I beat someone in, in one of my leagues. I'm not sure. I was asked not to mention it. So I'll just let's I'll, not. I'll just leave it at that. You know, I'll just say I would, that I won. You know, we should make we should make a Monday quarterbacking rule where after all the games are over, you can choose one player from your bench and add them to your total <laughs> that you wish you started. That way, <laughs> who who is that player, Ryan? Darius Slayton. Ridiculous. Oh, second, we can go to the Giants game now. Yeah, yeah. Darius Slayton had a. So uh-huh. let's talk about. Look, at, we all knew the Giants were going to lose. We all picked the Giants to lose. Let's give them a little bit of credit. Uh, their defense played better than expected. I'm not saying they were great by any means, but they were able to get pressure. Uh, they were able to keep it close through 80% of the game. <laughs> but that, that Steelers defense, man, that's just – that's no joke. Yeah, I was like shocked at how um, how bad they struggled with the running game. Like I did, I did. Yeah, yeah Ben. Barkley. What was the stat? Ben Roethlisberger had more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. Saquon yeah. Barkley was fifteen attempts for six yards. I was yeah. happy with Big Ben's performance. So he got me thirty point thirty five points this week. It was very solid. Darius Slayton, um, six receptions, one hundred and two yards with two touchdowns. 33 points. Why don't you start him next week? On my bench. Nah, lightning doesn't strike twice. <laughs> Especially not versus defense he's going against next week. Ryan yeah, must have looked at my bench because he noticed yeah. that I had all of my people that I should have had in. And that's why I'm a fan of the rule. I think we should, we should bring that in. Well, that's just best ball, right? Yeah, no, we're not going to best ball this. You actually have to make decisions like a normal freaking coach. So, no, we're not going to best ball this. Here's some news I just – I don't want to be a normal coach. Pertains to J.J.'s Bears. Allen Robinson wants a trade. He doesn't. I guess it came back that that's not true. I've seen – He removed all of his Bears stuff from all of his social medias. I'm sorry, the last time a player did that – Jamal Adams. They got traded. That is telling yeah, Schefter just came out. He's talked to Robinson's agent. He doesn't want to trade. It's a negotiating tactic. He wants an extension. Yeah, I don't JJ, think the Jamal Bears Adams said him. that last year. I don't Ooh. think they give it to him, and if they do trade him, I'm okay with it. Let, let me tell you that. What do you think you'll get for him if you do trade him? Um, Don't you say it. If you look – a first-round pick. No. Look at what the Vikings got for Stephon Diggs. First-round pick from the Bills. And I think Allen Robinson is a better wide receiver than Stephon. He still is a pretty lucrative contract. You'll get a second round pick for him. So here's the Bears situation, right? They overspent in free agency. Mm -hmm. Uh, They have limited cap space, and they don't know what the hell they're doing at quarterback right now. True. So they're waiting to see what Mitch Trubisky does the rest of the season. Didn't you just say he was MVP? (laughs) If he is, and then Robinson's not back because they're going to have to pay him. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you have the, the quarterback mess. You owe Nick Foles $6 million next year. And then Trubisky, who knows what's going to happen with that. And then Anthony Miller next year is in the last year of his contract. And if he goes off, like it looks like he's going to based off week one, he was an animal. Then they're going to have to pay him too. And then you got, you can't sign both of them to a massive deal. So I think they're trying to take a wait and see approach. And the way I look at it, Robinson only signed a three-year deal with the the Bears because he wanted a shorter-term contract so he could get paid again, and he's he's going to play it out. I don't think the Bears extend him, and I don't think well, they're going to trade him. Maybe you guys will hold him until week eight and then trade him. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm sure if they do trade him, it's not going to be before, like, no. right at trade deadline. They're going to want to see – if they're still, like, in solid contention at that point – I don't think they trade them, but if they are known to like, if they see that they're not got a chance to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. they'll probably try to move on. And I, I agree with Joe. It'll probably be more like a second, maybe like a second and a fourth or something like that. I think you'll see a combo of lower picks rather than a first round pick. I think a maybe, second and then maybe a conditional. Right. Yeah. It may mainly because, I mean, he's getting up there in age, right? He's, you know, he's 26, 27 years oh, old. Oh, all right. I thought he was a little bit older than that. Oh, I was, I was looking at his age because I was wondering if you'll end up on my roster next year. Yeah, he. No, uh, you know, I, what they? crossed my mind is if if they decide that to move on from Trubisky, which is a, a very real possibility, they could just hold on to him, tag him, and then use him as trade capital to move up in the draft. Say the Bengals have another bad year and are in the top three picks. They already got their quarterback right, so they don't need a quarterback. They could move, try and move up to one of those spots and take a Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, uh, one of the top guys. So, maybe I don't know. A lot of the Bears players have uh, voiced their opinion on it too on social media, so it's it's kind of a mess and disappointing to see from a one and zero team. But you guys won among the mess, though. Exactly. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Speaking of trade rumors, uh, there's a rumor that the Cleveland Browns are putting Odell back on the block, too. You know what I would absolutely love? What? And mainly just for spite's sake, as if the Giants traded for him and only had to give up, like, like next year's first or maybe, like, a second or something. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Because then we won that trade. Like, I already kind of feel we won the trade anyways because he really hasn't done anything. But – I was I watched a little bit of his game tape and most of it wasn't his fault. Most of it was just uncatchable ball by uh the Browns quarterback. Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Um so he was open a lot. Like he looked more it, like the old Odell. It just goes back to that old analogy. You can't just throw a bunch of Pro Bowl names together and hope that it mixes correctly because in this Stefanski offense, it just doesn't seem like it's going to work. I understand it was only week one, but man, that team did not look like they were in sync. Listen, if you're actually listening to this and taking our advice, don't go out and like drop Odell Beckham Jr. Don't do that. You, 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 it was too much draft capital and he's too big of a name. Don't go drop him. If you can trade him, trade him low, maybe get someone with, a little bit more upside throughout the year. Do watch that. him have a D, watch him have a Hopkins week next week. But that's what I mean, though. You have to hold on to see if you know this was just week one. 
you know, no short or the shortened off season. You got to wait and see what's going on. You can't overreact to week one. We lost JJ. Nothing new. Nothing He's new. Done. What did this happen last time? Um, he came back on his phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. So don't overreact and like drop Odell Beckham. Don't do that. But keep an eye because if there's, if this is two, three weeks in a row where Baker Mayfield can't hit him and, or he's just not getting open, then you need, you need to recognize that as a, maybe then you might have to drop him, which would still be hard at that point. The moving camera has returned. Oh man. What's going on? You got with straight you? out the technical difficulties over here. Man. Probably because of, uh, you know, being an hour behind us. It's because he's floating on cloud nine because the bears, his uh, internet's down. Yeah. It's because I live in the deep South. So the internet's probably really slow and stupid. <laughs> You're an hour behind us. Your internet, your internet connection can't catch up. That's how internet works, right? I guess so. <laughs> how did you guys feel about the other Monday night game? That was a game. Yeah. I did. I'll be honest. I did not watch it all. I was, I was tired. Miss Even Gostkowski did his best to lose the game. But. Yeah, four misses. Yeah, the it was four misses, and then he hit the game winner. He's Three like, missed field goals, a missed extra point, and then the game winner from a whopping 25 yards out. He's ridiculous. He was like, I'm kidding. I'm actually a good kicker, guys. Look at <laughs> But if you had – let me say this. If you had Gostkowski on your fantasy team, you were not happy. Could no. you imagine – could you imagine going into that game and being like, oh, I need I need one field goal from Steven Goskowski to win the game. <laughs> and he they line up for the field goal and he kicks and misses and you're like, oh no. Oh no, because that's you know, that's negative point. It's like, oh now it needs to be a bigger field goal. And they line up, he's like, Yeah, here it goes. He misses it again. Like at what point do you actually start panicking? <laughs> so what did he finish with? Negative one point? I don't remember what he finished with, but it couldn't have been positive. There's no way. Oh, uh, man. But no Unfortunately, KJ Hamler was on inactive, so this is not how Warner sees it this nope. week, too. Nope. Next week. Next week. <laughs> um, so, what about Noah Fantastic? I was wrong. I I'll admit it. About time to admit week. it, too. Yeah, oh, I already admitted Julio. This is yeah, I was really impressed with Fant. It looked like uh, Travis Kelsey or George Kittle out there. He's super athletic, making some nice catches, running up the field. Um, it, it was kind of surprising not to see him get a second-half reception, but he looked really, really good. So kind of looked like a safety blanket for Locke in the first quarter. He should have a good year. So this is saying he only missed three field goals. He missed three <laughs> field goals, but he missed an extra point as well. See, it's not – I wonder if they just don't get negative points for – I don't know. It's so saying my, on this one that he got one point on the That's week. what my lead says as well. Yeah. So, so not, not a fantastic kicker outing. So, my lead, he made one field goal for 0 to 39 yards, so that's three points. He missed um, three field goals, so that's minus three points. And then he made an extra point for one point. Yeah, that's what mine says too. Let's not put this in a bubble, though. They said historically this was one of this actually was the worst kicking week in NFL history. I Dude, would it was, that. I think the worst kicking week happened in the playoffs in 2018. 
<laughs> that poor guy got ran out of town. Yeah. The double doink? Yeah, he'll be playing this Thursday, unfortunately. All right. For the Browns. <laughs> we'll get some more. Some more I won't even say his name, but that guy will be playing for the Browns. That guy. All right. Um, Pitchforks run out of Chicago. <laughs> Why don't we uh, start talking about maybe some people to pick up off the waiver wire? I know this wasn't planned. You may need a second to look. JJ's already nodded his head. Does JJ know? Sure. Who um, do you want to pick up? So, you know, James Conner, I don't know if you got your glass button handy, but uh, no, he's doing it. No, he's oh. playing this week, dude. He's playing. He, he, listen. Here, here's what here's what I'll say. He is definitely playing this week. But as of through last year, he did this so many times. He'd be playing the week. He'd be active. He's going to be our bell cow. You know, let's go with James Conner. In a week or, like, within the first quarter, second quarter, he'd get injured again and be off the field. You know what? I've had him on a few teams. To me, he is officially – that wasn't loud enough. Got to make that louder. Yeah, I didn't that out. Nope. Nope. Didn't do it well either. That's it. You heard it, folks. Three glass. Three? Level three glass. Three glass. I'm going to laugh if that's something you can hear perfectly on the podcast, but Joe just couldn't hear it through his headphones. And he's like, no, it wasn't good enough. So I'm just spamming our glass button. Well, yeah. I'm to get a new setup for the – for the drops, because I want to start putting more drops in and everything. I gotta, I gotta research that. But I'm yeah, not giving yeah. up on James Conner yet, though. Um, it's only week one. I mean, they said it's not a significant injury yet. I'm don't know if I'll bench him this week. Probably likely because I think they're gonna have more of a committee this week, and I've got better options on my bench anyway. But I think he could still have a pretty good year. Well, and here's I want no part th- of Conner. I want no part of it. And Benny Snell looked even better last night. He slimmed down from last year. And then if you think about, like, Le'Veon Bell's first year with the Steelers, she was kind of heavier. People really didn't know. And then he took off in his second year. Well, Snell cut way down. He worked hard in the offseason. He looked great last night. He had a 30-yard run. Um, he looked better out of the two of them. So, Connor's on the last year of his deal. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't want any part of Connor. Here, here's my thing with James Connor, and this is what – is horrible because I have him on one of my teams. You almost have to start him because he is, he's very talented. He's a very talented running back. Now, I know at the beginning of last night's game, he didn't, he didn't look that great. And, I mean, this is a, the Giants defense, which, I mean, it looks better than most people were going to give them credit for. But still – they're not like they're not going to be a top five run defense, right? Right. And I don't think anyone believes that right now that they're going to be a top five run defense. And he really couldn't get anything going. The counter argument is, you know, the entire offense couldn't get anything going at that point in the game. And what are you talking about with that D line? Leonard Williams is going to make it a top five <laughs> D line. I can't even say it with a straight face. Yeah, you you laughed through it all. Like I just like they're going to be a good a decent D line. I'm not going to – like, I'll give them credit. They looked like they were everywhere. That defense was flying to the ball. Uh, their new middle linebacker they got, Blake Martinez, had something like 16, 15 tackles or something like that on the day. He was everywhere. Like, I was, I was pleasantly surprised by how the defense played. Like, 
the Steelers have the offense. They could have put up way more than 23 points on this team. Like, I I know they play the Bears next week. That should be our first win. Um, better offense coming. You're coming into Chi-Town, baby. Did you say the Bears have too. a better offense than the Steelers? Who had more yards? <laughs> you almost lost to the Lions without hey, their best but- weapon. We just wanted to keep it interesting. Division opponent Adrian in the home opener. Peterson, five, 55-year-old Adrian Peterson rushed for 93 yards against you. We felt bad for him. He's an old friend. <laughs> he was out there with his <laughs> He's cane. an old friend. Come on, Ron. <laughs> Robert AJ, I did say Adrian week. Peterson was going to play well, and he did. Who said uh, that? I did. You did? I did. So, well, let's talk about this real quick. Do we think Adrian Peterson is worthy of a waiver wire pickup? I think he's probably on a lot of teams already because they drafted him as a member of the Redskins, and then he was on the Lions so quickly. Yeah. I, I, I want nothing to do with it. Um, you saw all three backs play. He's just he's just hurt. He's hurt from the 93 yards against this team. He doesn't not, care. He won. I'm not hurt. No Eddie. I'll tell you what hurt. No Eddie Goldman in the middle of that defense. You know, the Bears. That's true. Barkley could have a field day next week. I'm not going to lie about it. But luckily, we have a high-powered he, offense. He better do better than 15 for six. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Like halftime, he had negative yards. <laughs> I couldn't deal. I was having such a hard time. Hey, All right, we got to move on. This has been the Bear podcast. Bear. All right. Well, yeah, we're definitely not talking about the Jets. <laughs> no, we're I just want to talk about how Josh Allen had something like 70 yards rushing. I'll cover one player on the Jets. Uh, I left Jamison Crowder on my bench, was a, which was a mistake. He had 21.5. Now I'm reading the wrong stat. He had 29.5 points in our fantasy league, and I left that on the bench. Didn't need him, but uh, – you know, one of those weapons where I'm going to be wondering if I should play him next week, and then we'll probably do nothing until he'll have 10 yards. Play him. He plays out of the slot. Adam Gase, the only position Adam Gase has ever been relevant for is, is the slot. slot wide receiver. And Jameson Crowder was doing this last year before he, he did this last year, week one, and then Darnold got sick. Let's just say sick. But in our game assessments last week, I told you he typically does this against the Bills. He did it twice last year, and he did it again last game. He's going up against the 49ers who are going to shadow him. I I don't know. What, you I mean, just, just based on how down? much production he had, I might have to play him. But, man, I just feel tough about if you it. Have a, if you are in your flex position and you have a decision between him and – like, if you're even thinking him or someone else, probably go him. Like if you All right, well, I've got, I've got some decisions to make, though. On my flex, I've got – well, maybe not because I had James Conner. So he'll be maybe moving out this week, and I've got some room between him, Crowder, even Kareem Hunt played well. I don't think I'm going to play him. And I had J.K. Dobbins who had two touchdowns as a red zone target. Oh, man, let's, it's, it's let's tough. About, I've got a lot of decisions. Let's, I, I, honestly, I would still go with Crowder. I think he's probably the safest play there. Probably. Because he could get you five catches for 50 yards. That's 10 points. JK, Notice you're giving advice this week because I'm not playing any of you this week. I, I haven't even looked at my match. I have no idea who I'm playing. It's not me. Um, trust me, I wouldn't tell you to play Crowder if you were playing me. <laughs> I'm like, you should definitely play James Conner. <laughs> you, like, you should definitely bench him. Yeah. Um, 
But here's my thing. Um, let's talk about J.K. Dobbins for a minute. Mark Ingram looked old. Yeah, he did. He did not look like the same Mark Ingram. Can we chalk this up to week one rust? No. No? Mark Ingram is old. Well, I know he's like 31 or 30, 31. I don't remember exactly what one. But. No, this is going exactly how the assessment was going to go. We said Ingram is going to lead in carries. Dobbins was going to get some work, and he did in the red zone because by midseason, he's going to get the majority of these carries. You're going to see him getting 60% of those cuts so, midway through the season. Maybe I just want to right, let's get 20 carries a game, man. The kid is talented. Just put him in. All right, here we go. I would hope this so because is- I'd start him. This will probably be our best advice of this entire podcast. J.K. Dobbins, if he's on your waiver wire and you are using a fab budget, how much of that budget do you use? Like what percentage? Well, if he's on your waiver wire, then you're, no offense, but in a league of idiots. Um, well, go ahead, but, but, yeah, a lot, a lot. Like <laughs> 200, maybe almost all of it. <laughs> maybe all Maybe all there, of that. Maybe all there of was it. a reason I saved a few dollars to try to get him later in our auction draft, and JJ bid me up for him. I was saving for him, and it looks like it's going to work out for him. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, no matter what you spend on it, if he takes away that role and he becomes the number one, he's more explosive than Mark Ingram at this stage in Mark Ingram's career. And they apparently like him on the goal line. Those are valuable touches. I, Dude, I, I agree with JJ. Um you may be wasting all your fab because there's going to be other people that will. Dude, I love my running back car. I've got Delvin Cook, Connors, Glass right now. Carson, Akers maybe has potential. I've got Kareem Hunt, um, Dobbins, and then I've even got Madison if Cooks goes down. So that'll be – I don't know. I feel very deep at that position. Very nice. All right. Uh, What else do we got, boys? How about how nice Cam Newton looked? This weekend, uh, Big one fan. of us one of us started Cam Newton on his on his team. We're gonna skip over that part. <laughs> is... yeah, two rushing touchdowns. I think he ran the ball fifteen times. Fifteen, yeah. Like, what? I mean, the difference between the his passing attempts and rushing attempts was only like two or three. I think it was. Almost uh, I think like it was four. 15, I think he had nineteen. 15. I think he had nineteen pass attempts. Yeah. So. Like, um. Four. This, this is exactly what I thought. This is why I felt comfortable starting Cam Newton. Um, he, Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, they called an offensive play around Cam Newton. Yeah. They used they his skill set. And let me tell you, a lot of the talk this offseason was, you know, he's coming back from all these injuries. Is he going to be healthy? He looked like Superman. Look good. He yeah. looked like Superman Cam Newton back from before all of his injuries. And he's not old. He's like 31 or 32 years old. So we had two quarterbacks that are almost 10 years older than him playing in a later game, 43 yeah. and 41, Brady and, and Breeze. And if I remember correctly, neither, neither one of them played that great. I know, I mean, no. they played good, but not for fantasy. Like Breeze no. had 140 something or 170 yards or something, two touchdowns. Like it, it wasn't a lot. Brady looked old. I'm, you know what? I'm not, I'm not really, saying I don't believe in him. I'm just yeah. saying he looked a little – maybe gonna, it's Russ because he's on a new team, but did, he just didn't look did Tom you know, Brady. Did you know like, he's on yeah. pace for 16 rushing touchdowns this year? 
I'll tell you what, next next week I'll tell you a lot what you need to know about Brady because that Panthers pass defense looked real weak. Yeah. And if he can't score on them, then the and Bucks like should be 100% by then. I think they're hoping. So he should pretty much have his whole team. So like JJ said, if he can't get it done then. So how do we feel about that Scotty Miller? He almost looked like Brady's favorite target out there. Well, let me let me phrase it this way. Let let me phrase it this way. Week next week against I know the Panthers don't have a great you know defense. Next week, Scotty Miller comes out and does exactly what he did this week. You know, and I don't I don't have his numbers, but I know he played well. Five receptions for seventy three yards. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he comes out targets, so he caught just about everything. Yeah. All right. Scotty Miller comes out and puts up a near identical stat line and gets a touchdown. All right, mm-hmm. you're telling me you're not you're not looking. Maybe point. I mean, he puts up two weeks of good play. Maybe not like breakout number one wide receiver play, but good play coming out of a position that Brady likes to target. I mean, I mean, it was better than my Hunter Renfro pickup this week. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and here's the thing about that Raiders game. Who? Who was involved in that passing game? I couldn't tell you. Well, because it wasn't Brian Edwards. It wasn't Hunter Renfro. Like, I I don't know who did it. <laughs> Waller had a little bit. Ruggs had a big play early, and but only wound up with like 55 yards. Yeah, Jacobs had a career-high four receptions. So it's kind of – Carr didn't have that many yards. They – Pounded Jacobs like what twenty five times and he got. And I know he had quite a few receptions too, which is nice because they didn't pass him the ball at all last year. And people yeah, his four receptions was a career high, which is pretty shocking because he looked real good catching the ball. Yeah, because you know, at that you know, people were drafting him higher because of his upside there. Alrighty, Uh, I think we covered almost every game. I know we didn't get them all. If we didn't cover your game, I'm sorry. (laughs) Except I'm not. I mean, I'm just not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm not sorry. Josh Allen looked good for fantasy. It's the only thing I want to cover about the Jets game. I mean, I I said he had like 70 yards rushing. 70 yards rushing in his uh, first career 300-plus yard passing game. Yeah. I mean, not surprising with that horrible defense. I mean, it wasn't a little bit worrisome, but if he didn't get that under control. Yeah. I will say Daniel Jones didn't fumble once, guys. So I heard someone say that Daniel Jones' year this year is going to be the Jameis Winston of this year. Oh, that's a that's an ugly statement. I mean, for fantasy, it's pretty good though. I mean, Jameis Winston was top notch for fantasy last year, huh? Yeah. So he, he was like a top five fantasy quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Even with thirty interceptions, uh, as a Giants fan, I don't want to see that. No. I'd rather him not be a top five fantasy quarterback and be just a better NFL quarterback, which I think he is a good NFL quarterback. Don't get me wrong. I think Daniel, Daniel Jones is, is good. Alrighty. Anybody else got anything else they want to talk about? JJ's not listening. He's talking to his woman. Did you want to do Thursday picks quick? Uh, yeah. Thursday Bengals Browns. JJ, you get back on this podcast. <laughs> it's like he heard you. Weird. It's almost like when he's muted, we just can't hear him and he can hear us. 
Sorry to whoever JJ stopped. Oh, oh. <laughs> he blocked you out. He blocked me out. He turned off the video. Now uh, I'm muted. Or he's muted again. We can do our All picks quick right. and get All out right. of here if you want. <laughs> so I'll stop messing with JJ. Yeah, so go ahead with your Thursday pick. <laughs> My Thursday pick? Oh, oh, JJ. Yeah, go ahead. Um, Remember, it's, it's, it's Bengals-Browns. Give me the dog pound. I'm taking Cleveland at home. You get back on track. OBJ has a couple of big catches. Uh, I think they're able to establish the run. Um, I like Cleveland at home. Cleveland at home. Brian, remember, Ryan, it's Cleveland and Cincinnati. Real exciting stuff. That is not the Broncos. Thrilling. Yeah. Well, and then I, I read that I think this game's only on NFL Network, so I'm not even <laughs> sure if I'm going to be able to watch it. But um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Why? Just do uh do we know our I know we haven't really done this. Do we know our confidence points at all, boys? Or um let me see. I can hop no, on. Not yet. No? All right, that's fine. We can we can discuss that on uh, uh the next podcast where we pick the rest of them. Joe? I'm going with the Cleveland Browns, and I believe Kareem Hunt is gonna have over a hundred yards rushing and he's gonna have a few catches receiving. You think Kareem Hunt is gonna did yes. Chubb get injured? No, he just they, – they showed a propensity to go to Kareem Hunt. He had 70 yards in that game, so I think he's going to be very impressive this week, and that's who they're going to go to. All right, all right. Um, I'm going to give it to, to Mr. Joe Burrow. I'm going to give it to Cincinnati. The rookie gets his first win? Yeah, I, I mean, he uh, he almost had it last week. Uh, okay. A somewhat questionable pass interference call uh, made it so he didn't get the win. I don't necessarily disagree with the call that was made. Uh, you can't extend your arm out fully. Like, they'll call that every time. <laughs> like, just it, it, you as a receiver, especially a seasoned veteran like A.J. Green, should know that. Um, but I will give it to Cincinnati. Um, I do believe that they will win that game. And this is not my locked-in confidence points yet. But I might put the Niner on this one. The Niner? And not the, the niner. 49er, the Niner. The Niner. I might. I mean, I got to look at the rest of the plays and everything, and it'll probably go from there. But uh, I've looked like, at the picks, and it, uh, personally, I think we're going to have a lot of uh, similar picks this week. Just gut feeling. So I think confident point, confidence points are going to be huge this week. Oh, nice, nice. Hey, Ryan, you watching UFC over there yet? Not yet, but I'm getting ready to hop off, and it will be going to the Contender Series. Amazing <laughs> fight this weekend, by the way, on Saturday for all MMA fans. <laughs> I like it. Shout out the MMA. Um, all right, boys. We'll get out of here. Uh, thanks to you, everybody, for listening to How Seymour Sees It, a fantasy football podcast. I'm Ron Seymour, and we're signing out for Joe, Ryan, and JJ. Uh, you guys have a wonderful day. Boom.